That response was likewise incredible. Currently, there are over 400 members with combined sales exceeding 1,600,000,000 books. This is all quite astonishing and fitting because thrillers provide such a rich literary feast. There are all kinds. The legal thriller, spy thriller, action-adventure thriller, medical thriller, police thriller, romantic thriller, historical thriller, political thriller, religious thriller, high-tech thriller, military thriller. The list goes on and on, with new variations constantly being invented. In fact, this openness to expansion is one of the genre's most enduring characteristics. But what gives the variety of thrillers a common ground is the intensity of emotions they create, particularly those of apprehension and exhilaration, of excitement and breathlessness all designed to generate that all-important thrill. By definition, if a thriller doesn't thrill, it's not doing its job. Thrillers, though, are also known for their pace and the force with which they hurtle the reader along. They're an obstacle race in which an objective is achieved at some heroic cost. The goal can be personal, trying to save a spouse or a long-lost relative, or global, trying to avert a world war but often it's both. Perhaps there's a time limit imposed, perhaps not. Sometimes they build rhythmically to rousing climaxes that peak with a cathartic, explosive ending. Other times they start at top speed and never ease off. At their best, thrillers use scrupulous research and accurate details to create environments in which meaningful characters teach us about our world. When readers finish a thriller, they should feel not only emotionally satisfied, but also better informed and hungry for the next riveting tale. Henry James once wrote, The house of fiction has many windows. That observation certainly applies to thrillers, and this anthology is an excellent example. When Gail Lynn suggested producing it, International Thriller Writers Incorporated sent out a call to its members for stories. Many replied, and 30 were ultimately selected for inclusion. I was contacted about acting as editor and readily agreed. While Steve Barry, another ITW member and thriller author, took on the responsibility of managing director. When the book proposal was finally shopped by agent Richard Pine, himself an ITW member, several publishers expressed interest and, after a bidding war, Mira Books acquired the rights. Generously, each of the contributors to this book donated his or her story. Only ITW will share in the royalties, the proceeds earned going into the corporate treasury to fund the expansion of this worthwhile organization. The theme of this anthology is simple. Each writer has used a familiar character or plotline from their body of work and crafted an original story. So you have something known along with something new. As you'll see, the variations are captivating, as the writer's imaginations soared. Each story is prefaced by an introduction from me that sets up the writer, his or her work, and the story. What a pleasure it was to read the stories as they came in, and it's my hope that you'll likewise relish the tales. So prepare to be thrilled and enjoy the experience. James Patterson, June 2006 P.S. More can be learned about ITW through its website at www.internationalthrillerwriters.com. 
Check it out. Lee Child Lee Child's debut novel was Killing Floor, a first-person narrative introducing his series character Jack Reacher. And although clearly a fast-paced thriller, it shared characteristics with the classic limited-universe western. At the time, Child was also an experienced media professional, aware that his second book had to be written before significant reaction to his first had even been received. To avoid stereotyping, which can affect a writer as much as any performer, Child determined to make his second book, Die Trying, as different as possible, albeit part of the same series. His plan was to stake out a wide, left-field, right-field territorial span between books one and two, one in which the rest of the series could happily roam. Therefore, Die Trying featured third-person narration and a classic high-stakes...